Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my property mastermind mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 162 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a property market update and share with you my prediction of what could happen over the next 12 months, the effect on you and your property investing, and also what actions you should be taking. So first of all, the really big news has to be the rise in interest rates. On the 3rd of November, the Bank of England voted to increase their base rate by 0.75% to 3%. Now, this is the highest rate it's been since 2008. This is very bad news for many homeowners who are on variable mortgages because their mortgages are going to cost a lot more money. Some of my clients have shared how this year their mortgage costs on their own home have more than tripled. Now, unfortunately, many homeowners just will not be able to afford this, and so they might be forced to sell their property. And that means more properties coming onto the market for sale. Now, this increase in interest rate costs adds to the already high inflationary pressure. The average person is going to have less money in their pocket because of increasing food costs and energy costs. So with less disposable income, that means less money to spend on goods and services. So the UK economy might well contract. And this means businesses have to cut back. They have to make people unemployed. And so these people are going to be unable to afford their already expensive mortgages. And so again, they might have to sell their properties, more property coming on the market for sale. Now, the same is true for many landlords and investors who have not fixed their interest rates. They might be caught out by this rise in costs. And so they might also decide to sell up some of their property to cash in on the amazing capital growth they've had over the last 10 or 12 years. And so again, this is more properties coming onto the market. You might be spotting a bit of a trend here. Now, most of my mortgages are fixed, but I do have some variable mortgages and some of those have more than doubled in costs this year. Now, all of my properties stack up at a pay rate of 6%. If you're familiar with this podcast, you'll know that's the figure we always use because we knew interest rates were going to go up. And actually, many of my mortgages I fixed to... um, fixed five-year mortgages earlier this year. Now, if you have been listening to the Property Magic podcast previously, you'll remember that back in May, uh, in episode 137, I talked about the danger of rising interest rates and suggested that fixed rates might be a good idea. And that's what I did with many of my variable mortgages. And if you listen to what I said and took action back then, you'll be absolutely fine. Now, as I said, I do have some variable mortgages still, but luckily I have a very healthy cash flow, so I'm absolutely fine, and I hope you are as well. Also, bear in mind that rents have gone up, and tenants expect rents to go up because they know about inflation, and if it's an HMO, they understand about increasing NG costs as well. So you need to make sure that you have put your rents up. That's a very important action. The other problem that increased interest rates have is that mortgage companies have now raised the stress test that they use to check affordability. And this affects rental properties and also people who are buying for their own home. 
What this means is that many single let buy to let properties, they just don't stack up anymore. Those are going to fall through and those products are going to come back to the market. And also people who are looking to buy homes to live in as well, they might struggle to prove affordability. Those sales are going to fall through and those properties are going to come back to the market. Have you spotted the trend here that more and more properties are coming back to the market? So maybe there might be an oversupply of accommodation for sale. Now, obviously, people trying to buy these properties, whether they're buying as an own home or an investment, are going to have the same problem about proving affordability. Now, remember, there is an underlying very strong demand for accommodation in the UK. We are not making enough properties. So generally, prices go up over the long term. However, if all these people who want to buy are just unable to get mortgages, I believe we could see the start of the next property crash. Now, I expect that you, like me, would love to know how much property prices could come down. Well, the answer is that nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. It's all just a guess. It's very hard to predict. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see a slight correction of maybe 10 to 15 percent prices coming back to maybe what they were in January, February 2020 before the pandemic started. We've had this amazing surprise boom over the last couple of years. I think that will kind of come back. But that's just a complete guess. It might be that property prices crash a lot further. Um, I personally don't think they will do. But those people who remember the crash in 2008 might be fearful of such a crash. And so they might be prepared to dump property at a discounted rate now because they're worried it could crash a lot further. So this is great news for you, me and anybody who's looking to buy more property because there will be some real bargains. This will be the next 12 months, maybe 24 months could be the buying opportunity of this decade. Now, a question I'm always asked is, well, Simon, if prices are going to come down, should we wait? In fact, I was on a webinar the other day and someone put a comment saying, I'm not going to buy anything for two years because I think prices are going to come down. Well, they might come down. I think they probably will, but they might not. And putting off buying to wait for a better time to buy is a bit like, say you're looking to buy a new coat and it's November now and you go in the shops and you see a really nice coat. And you think, well, I could buy the coat now, but I think I could maybe wait. I could wait to the January sales and I could maybe pay less for this property in the future. Okay, well, that might be the case. The the coat might will be discounted to the January sales. But if you know anything about January sales, you know, when you get to the sales, you find they only have the really odd sizes and the coat size you wanted is not actually available. So my view is if you find a really good property that works for you right now and you can get finance on it, I would just buy it. And don't worry that in 12 months time, maybe that property might be worth less money. Yes, it might be. But as long as you're holding long term, as long as you know you can rent it out, and as long as it always makes cash flow, is it really a problem if something's come down short term? Remember my five golden rules from my book, Property Magic. There's a podcast all about the five golden rules as well. Make sure, number one, you buy from motivated sellers. Well, there are going to be many, many motivated sellers, many more than normal. In a declining market, it's much easier to find really good deals than in a rising market. Now, there are always motivated sellers, no matter what's happening in the market, but there are far more when the market's coming down, when most people are panicking. 
Golden rule number two is always buy in an area with strong rental demand. And right now in the UK, there's really good rental demand. If you have a good property in a reasonable area, you will be able to rent it for a much higher rent than maybe it went for last year. Third, you need to make good cash flow. And I believe there are two strategies you should be using in the current market. Um, if you listen back to my podcast, episode number 158, I talked about recession-proof strategies. And the two very best strategies right now, I believe, are HMOs and service accommodation. And very briefly, you should go and listen to that episode number 158 to hear all about that. But there are three reasons why. First of all, in tough economic times, you need to find something that's good value for your clients who are going to be renting from you. So HMO shared accommodation is much more cost effective than someone living on their own in maybe a studio, where as well as the rent, they have to pay the bills as well. They can live in a much better house, a bigger house with more facilities, albeit some of them shared in house of multiple occupation. By the way, make sure you go very high end. There is an oversupply of average properties. You don't want to do an average HMO. There must be a very high end one. The other thing is service accommodation with and short term rentals or holiday lets as they're called with the increasing cost of international travel. I think actually many people are deciding to have less international holidays and having more holidays in their own country. That's why staycations are very popular. And staying in a serviced accommodation, a, an Airbnb unit, is much more cost effective than staying in a hotel. So there's a really high demand for HMOs and for SA. They're both very profitable for you and there's really high demand and they're, they're affordable for the clients as well. So those are the great strategies you should be using right now. In terms of actually acquiring properties, well, if it's hard to get mortgages as it was back in 2008, there are some of the creative strategies you can use. Obviously, you can pick up properties on a rent-to-rent basis. The problem with that is that you don't get any of the capital growth. So better than rent-to-rent are purchase-lease options, where as well as getting cash flow, you get potential capital growth on those properties as well. Now, because the market's going to be very shaky for the next year or two, if you're doing an option, really, I think you want an option ideally for five to seven years, then you've got a good chance of the market recovering and going up in value. So the price you agree to buy at is going to be hopefully higher, sorry, lower than the market value in five to seven years. Remember, you don't have to buy. You've got the right to buy, but not the obligation to with an option. So you absolutely should be looking at options as a great strategy. Or maybe you can use vendor finance, um, particularly if there's no mortgage. You've got retiring landlords or people got inherited properties. Often there's no mortgage on it at all. You can use vendor finance where you can offer them the full market price. They help you fund the deposit. Um, this works if they don't need all of the money, if they've got no mortgage or a very low mortgage. Um, most traditional lenders don't understand it. So again, you need to learn learn about these creative finance strategies. But these particular strategies are going to be very powerful in the market moving forward if it's difficult to finance your deals. So I do hope this has been a useful podcast for you. I believe we are going to see property prices come down, fueled mainly by these increased interest rates, which are going to make the affordability for single lets and also own homes very, very difficult. So I think we're going to see a correction in prices. I don't think we're going to see a huge crash as much as 2008, but there will be many people fearful that we will. And so you'll be able to pick up really good deals from them. If you've liked this podcast, I've got a request 
podcast and also a recommendation. First of all, the recommendation is make sure you listen to this podcast every Tuesday morning. Uh, we have 10 to 15 minutes of what's happening in the market, strategies. I don't do any interviews. It's just me sharing content for my mastermind program and also my book, Property Magic. By the way, if you haven't read Property Magic, get over to Amazon, get a copy, read that or listen to the audio version on Audible. I highly recommend you listen. And if you have read it or listened to it before, go back and listen and read it again because you'll pick up things you missed the first time round. And my request is this. If you like the podcast, I'd love it if you give me a five-star review. If you go to where all the podcasts are listing, scroll down to the very bottom, you can often leave a five-star review and say specifically what you liked about the podcast. It would encourage other people to listen to it and hopefully we can help them on their property journey as well. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.